If you're like me, you're growing more and more concerned about the future. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. And market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of J.P. Morgan, not only predicted a recession, but they're using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, call the precious metal dealers at American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call, and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. They make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, the BBB, and thousands of satisfied clients. If you give them a call right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 855-761-3008. That's 855-761-3008. Or text Bennett, B-E-N-N-E-T-T, Bennett, to 998-899. Again, that's 855 855- 761-3008 or text Bennett to 998899. Welcome back to the Bill Bennett Podcast. I'm Claude Jennings. Thoughtful conversation about the news of the day. Bill and I are going to take a look at some emails on this episode of the show. Feel free to email the show. That's Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we would love to respond to all of the emails on the show, but we, we just don't have time to do that. So we try to sprinkle them in. These are some of the ones that we're behind on. And so we'll share those uh, today. Uh, but keep them coming. We read them all. Uh, and I try to respond to as many as I can, and then we try to address some on the show. So, again, that's BillBennettPodcast at gmail.com. Let's summarize or read part of that email from our friend Tom. He's in Michigan, right? Yeah, friend Tom in Greenville, Michigan. He says he just read the text of uh, President Biden's thinly disguised midterm campaign ad, uh, the speech from Philadelphia, uh, billed as some lofty speech to reclaim the soul of America from the semi-fascist MAGA movement and other violent extremists. He's waiting for Peggy Noonan's column to slam him. He says, this is a very good play for Democrats to try to re-siege the initiative. Wrap yourself in the flag and founding documents and keep Trump the focus. Label him and his followers uh, the biggest threat to democracy while touting all of Biden's accomplishments. Uh, Biden's even going to find a cure for cancer, guaranteed. And said if Trump and his MAGA followers are the boogeyman, maybe we can forget all about the runaway inflation at the grocery store, at the pump. 200,000 illegals crossing the southern border uh, each month and the nation staggering and crushing national debt. We don't even talk about the national debt anymore. Uh, and American humiliation uh, in disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. Yeah. Um, oh, I, Tom, I, you know, I agree with you. Uh, and now we'll get into our commentary. There's only one problem with what Tom's saying. Mm-hmm. Is it's kind of working, right? The Democrats. Plus, uh, we've handed them something too. I'll get to it in a minute. But um, they are they are focusing attention on Trump. Uh, of course, this the raid at Mar-a-Lago, and I call it raid. Uh, put this thing in the headlines, and it's still out there. And you got, you got this judge, and you got a master, and all that. Um, so you know, the more the conversations about Trump, the better it is, I think, for Democrats in the midterms. Um, 
talk about 2024 later. But um, uh, they have succeeded in doing that. They also got a break. The summer ended and demand for gas went down. Mm-hmm. So the price of gasoline went down. I think it'll go back up. But good Lord, inflation is still really hurting the American people. Now, I was saying to Mrs. Bennett, inflation's noticeable, but it's much worse on some things than other things. You've been shopping lately? Yeah. So I don't normally go to the grocery store. You know, when I would go to the grocery store as a single man, uh, you know, we're talking lunch, meat, bread, soda, chips, and hot dogs. So my wife does it. and But every time she comes home from the grocery store, She's like, guess how much it was today? Guess how much I spent? Yeah, yeah. And she's not going overboard, you know, at all. I mean, she's getting necessities. And we're talking, you know, every trip to the grocery store, 165 bucks, 175 uh, right. 15 right. You guys eat eggs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. 40% increase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, meat is only up 8%. Uh, eggs up like 40%. Uh, somebody explain that to me because eggs come from meat, right? Right. <laughs> right. Anyway, it's variable and you got to look at it. But, you know, necessities like electric, electricity, heating oil, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, winter coming, uh, really rough. And, he, you know, and he's out there talking about electric cars. But uh, they they are hammering their theme about, you know, semi-fascists, which is just... Let's say unfair, really unfair, really dirty pool. Uh, MAGA Republicans. I mean, I, I had a MAGA hat. I have a MAGA hat. I mean, say I had one. I still have one. Um, I also have a Brandon. Um, I guess I'm a MAGA. I guess I'm a semi-fascist. Mm-hmm. Or maybe a real one. I mean, that, that's just a terrible way to talk about the part of the president. Then there is the abortion issue. And... For the sake, uh, hear me clearly, folks, for the sake of this election in 22, I wish the court had waited till after this. Because it did hand Democrats an issue, run around and lie and say it's the end of abortions. It's not another state. And anybody in this country that don't like the laws in one state can go to another state. That's now appearing number two, number three, most important issue uh, to the single women, suburban women uh, that constitute... uh, part of the difference making in, in these elections. Now, let me say something more and then I want to get your comments. I'm pro-life. I've been pro-life for, for, for long, forever. Um, but I think Lindsey Graham made a terrible mistake in saying that, you know, if you get a Republican Senate, you could introduce a bill outlawing abortion nationally in the whole country at 15 weeks. The reason isn't that it's an unreasonable proposal. It's not an unreasonable proposal. I think something like 80% of Americans believe we shouldn't have abortions after 15 weeks. But it's imprudent. And prudence is a virtue, according to Aristotle. Prudence mm-hmm. means doing things at the right time. We just finished explaining to people that there's no national prohibition of abortion. It's going to the states. And as I've been saying forever, this is really the only way to resolve this horrible, worst, most difficult issue in American politics, where you're just not going to persuade very many people on the other side, no matter which side you're on. So the only way to do it is send it to the states. Um, And that's what uh, this court decision did. To then so quickly say, now we're going to introduce a bill national bill outlawing abortion after 15 weeks. These people would say, well, what were you talking about, Republicans, when you said there, well, there was no national prohibition? And it was in the states. And, you know, this was shouted and by Republicans everywhere. No, 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 no. Let's go to the states. Hmm. And then immediately to say, well, we're going to introduce this bill. Now, as I understand it, a lot of the pro-life community is divided on this. 
some thinking with me that, you know, it's, it was imprudent and not smart. By the way, it's not going to pass as long as Biden's president. Right. I'm going to sign it. It's symbolic politics. You know, some people would be, some people, you know, with Lindsey Graham. But that's what I think. I think that was a big mistake on his part. And I'm sorry he did it because whether you agree with him or not, you know, those those bubbles they put up where they show the word that's used most often, mm-hmm. you know, by someone in a campaign. Mm-hmm. This has just made the abortion word much larger. Sure. In the uh, campaign. Now, does the abortion issue favor the Democrats? Pro-life people will tell you, no, it's about even. But the Dobbs decision uh, and this action by Graham will get out the pro-choice people. Sure. Uh, and it will get out a lot of the suburban voters. So that's what I think. What do you think, Claude? I think that it, it probably is close to 50-50, you know, uh, in the country. The, the, the issue is, is that there are a, a lot of people, I, I believe, who are pro-life, however, uh, personally, and in their advice to others and in what they do, but they are pro-choice when it comes to other people. And so those folks will always somewhat vote pro-choice or think pro-choice, even though personally, in the, even in their advice to others, they're, they're pro-life. But I think in a big bigger picture, I think you're 100% right that this is um, the timing of it couldn't be worse. Because the Democrats' focus on President Trump, I think, actually reflects how desperate they are. Let's not forget that there are a lot of Democrats who, who whose only goal for President Biden was for him to take President Trump out of office. Anything after that, they're fine with, no matter how bad it is for the country, no matter how bad it is for their own pockets, what it means, they only wanted him out of office. And so I think the resurrection of trying to focus on President Trump, as far as what you see with the Democrats doing, shows that that they're not confident that if he were to run again, that they'd be able to beat him with uh, whether it's the current, you know, President Biden and Harris or any other uh, combination of people that they could they could put together. And so this act of desperation, I think that, you know, the self-inflicted wounds make it tougher um, or at least, as you said, not being prudent um, with with, with what's going on. It makes it a little tougher to try to win that, you know, 2024. And you hate to play politics with it. But at the same time, you know, if that's the avenue or the platform by which things can get done that's good for the country, then that is also the game you have to play. And um, make no mistake about it. There there aren't any Democrats who are... um, you know, in some sort of fairy tale land where they think President Biden is doing a good job. They understand that he's not doing a good job. Yeah, yeah. And and they understand that, uh, you know, President Trump is a threat to take the White House back if he were to run again. And that's why the focus is on that. And if and, and look, and if you can keep the and, and, and what's interesting is I think that the counter um, reaction of the Democrats focus on President Trump is uh, is also the same fuel by which his voters will come out to vote. And so the Democrats are, are are doing a great job in making a case for President Trump to be back in office. And when you do things like this, like you said, I mean, I think it hurts that it hinders that that cause. And not only is persuasiveness important in elections, but your volume is important. And uh, you're the engineer here as well as the interlocutor of the show and producer. So don't tone this down too much. When you listen to the Democrats, they're saying Trump abortion. It's loud. Tell me what the Republicans are saying that's loud. Mm-hmm. I don't hear it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it should be inflation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now part of this is, you know, almost all the media, you know, is is, a, is an echo chamber and a amplifier for, you know, Trump and abortion. You know, those two issues, which, which, are, which are, I think, helpful to poll. Mm-hmm. The Democrats at least will get out the vote, their voter. Meanwhile, you know, Democrats are pretty weak. 
What what is it Republicans will do? Will do if they take a majority in the House and Senate? Do you know? Have no clue. I don't, I don't know, know. The agenda, I don't know what the agenda would be. You're right. I don't know, and we mm-hmm. should know. Contract with America. You know, one, mm-hmm. two, three, four, five, something. Well, and the issues are right there before them. Just just yes. grab it by grab the bull by the horn. I mean, we can go inflation number one. We can go immigration. That's still a big deal. Number two. And then we can go foreign policy, whether you want to talk about China and Taiwan, whether you want to still deal with Russia. Like the, there are three big things we can handle, you know, right now. You can also go in unemployment or employment. You know, you, we've got yeah. a yeah. weird combination of employers looking for workers, but then also workers looking for jobs, but they're not connecting. There's a, there, there's at least four things, even if you don't want to touch, if you don't want to touch Trump and you don't want to touch, touch abortion, there are at least four to five other things. And again, we talked about it. No one's talking about the national debt. There are, there are, you you know, there are a bunch of things we can, you know, you can you can jump on if you wanted to make, you know, uh, just kind of a platform of here's what's coming yeah. up in 2022 midterms. You talked about foreign policy. You didn't mention, I'm not criticizing you, but you didn't mention Afghanistan. Well, yeah, there's you that. Know, we lost um, Afghanistan. We could have uh-huh. kept it with 2,500 men. Yeah. A lot of these generals now speaking out when they didn't before. McKenzie mm-hmm. speaking out. Go ahead. Well, no, and that's not over. I mean, there are people who were still, you know, United no, States no, allies no, who are no. helping, who are still stuck in it. Yeah, yeah, sure. So that's, that's not done. No, it's terrible, terrible thing. Um, okay, but you're absolutely right. China uh, was she uh, and and Putin now. Putin in somewhat retreat in Ukraine. What's he going to do? Um, is he going to use nukes? That'll change the world for the worse, uh, and maybe embroil us in the World War Three. My God. Uh, but let me pick up on the second thing you mentioned, immigration, mm-hmm. flood of people coming over. Uh, is the news media paying attention to it for the most part? No, mm-hmm. except for lately. And why are they paying attention to it lately, Claude? That's a question. Do you know the answer? So here's my theory. I don't know if this is where you're going, but there was, a t- I think, two buses that came from Texas to the D.C. area. They dropped uh, some uh, illegal immigrants right in front of the vice president's uh, house uh, right. there in Southwest where they were supposed to go to Union Station. Now, the thing is, they're not talking about anything other than the fact that, well, why would these mean people, you know, basically smuggle and human traffic illegal immigrants when they said they were going to go to Union Station, they dropped them in front of the, you know, right <laughs> the oh, that's so horrible that they would trick them like that. It's like you're missing the so you're missing the whole point, but that's what I've been hearing the media the the spin on it. Yeah, yeah. Some guy in Venezuela says, "Oh man, I thought we'd be at Union Station. Here we are at uh, Naval <laughs> Observatory." <laughs> right. Like they know the difference, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that that is what has gotten people's attention mm-hmm. is that they're in these sanctuary cities. By the way, on the DC thing, Fox was very interesting. I mean, they had the illegals out there. A couple guys from Venezuela being interviewed. And, uh, you know, the commentary was, uh, you know, okay, the, the vice president will go to the border. We'll bring the border to the vice president. And they had this one guy who was being interviewed on Fox. And he said, you're illegal, right? So, oh, yeah, I'm illegal. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, he said, but borders closed or open? He said, oh, it's wide open. He said, okay, well, see, it'd be great if the, if the vice president came out and you could tell her that, you know. <laughs> anyway, because this is a sanctuary city. Right, D.C., uh-huh. but uh, it's not a sanctuary for these illegals when the red state governor sent them up. What's the difference? But the other thing I thought that got headlines and gotten before was a Governor DeSantis sent a bunch of illegals to Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, well, they were greeted, and they must have <laughs> thought they'd died and gotten to heaven. Right. Staying in the mansions, there was a limited number. 
Mm-hmm. They're all happy about it. Martha's Vineyard, oh, we love you. It's great. Let's see if uh, like six or eight more busloads come, what they think. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This at least has had the benefit of getting the attention of the mainstream media because they were not reporting on the border except to suggest that, uh, you know, it, quote, uh, Biden's policy toward uh, immigrants is more humane than Trump's without pointing out two million people have flooded it. <laughs> um, but at least this has gotten some people's attention. Now, the people in the border states are going crazy. I wish the border states were blue, you know, right. I mean, just for, right. just for this issue. Mm-hmm. One of them, which is, you know, it's not Texas uh, and uh, it's not Florida, which is not really a border state, but a lot of immigrants go there, is Arizona. And it, it's red, basically, but it's got a Democrat senator who's in trouble. And that's Kelly, mm-hmm. Mark Kelly, who is the uh, astronaut, wife of uh, husband of Gabby Giffords, who was, who was shot by that nut. Um, and he's having trouble. Uh, and it's a very close race. Why? Immigration, immigration. And if the blues, there were more blue states at the border, this would be we would have more Democrats in trouble. But, you know, it's almost as if they want to consign red states and red state governors and red state citizens as, you know, all semi-fascists. And no other country's going through this. Mm-hmm. Some in Europe went through some of this during uh, during the Arab Spring and other times. But um, but no no other country is experiencing this. And and the problem to me is just it's just they're just lying. The border is not open. The border is secure. And you know all you got to do is get down there and take a look or see pictures of it or watch the news. Except the news isn't reporting it. Mm-hmm. News should report this. Maybe with these busloads to D.C. and Chicago and now Martha's Vineyard, maybe they'll report it. It's interesting how how horrible the country is for everybody in it when that's advantageous. But then America's a place where these guys should be accepted because it's the greatest place. In, you know, the narrative of the country changes depends on depending on what a lot of their yeah, of course. On an issue. Of course, of course, it's a great country. Anyway, it's a great country. Everyone's trying to get in. If it's not, then why why is everyone trying to get in? I think uh, Republicans get the House. Uh, I think very close in the Senate. Could go either way. Uh, I'm nervous about it. Let's just say that. Uh, and we'll see. We'll, we'll just see. And we will have our friend Sean Trendy, who we have uh, decided is uh, very wise on these things, wiser mm-hmm. than most. Uh, we'll have him back on soon to talk about uh, his predictions uh, for November. Interested to hear your thoughts about your candidates. Uh, how loud the noise is where you are. Do you have see candidates who are running on the things you care about? I was, uh, I remain interested in the fact that Trump's blessing does seem to carry credible weight. What is it, 90% or something of the people mm-hmm. he endorsed have won their primaries? Um, quite extraordinary. Um, I want to repeat a phrase I heard from Tucker Carlson. I don't usually quote the TV guys, but I thought this was particularly good. This was uh, in regard to... Oh, it was regarding the BYU, South Carolina, you know, the volleyball game. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, the young lady they, heard racist stuff. but The young lady the said that the, the, this guy was calling her the, the N-word or something horrible uh, throughout the game. 30 people were interviewed. No one heard it. Videotape showed no one said it. Total lie. Just concocted. I mean, you know, Brigham Young is kind of an easy target because they're up till what? I don't know, not many, that many years ago, blacks weren't allowed, you know, in, uh, in the sanctuary and so on. And, and Mormons were not good on the racial issue. But that's changed. So they were sitting ducks, Brigham Young. But anyway, Tucker said, you know, explored it and said, you know, there was nothing to this charge. And then he said, 
proving again that the demand for racism far outpaces the supply. Interesting. In the media, mm-hmm. the demand for it outpaces the supply. That outpaces the supply. They want examples of it, but you know, as with what's his name there in Chicago, Jesse Smollett, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and with the MAGA hats and twenty below zero, you know, and the rope. I mean, it just lies. It happens. Mm-hmm. Don't make it up. Right. Don't right. Damn right. Make right. It, up. it happens. Just don't make it up. Mm-hmm. Anything else on your mind? Oh, well, I'll, add, I'll just add this one thing. When I'm watching college game day, you know, and I'm watching Herb Street and Desmond and these got Fowler and, you know, they got Corso. You know, I'm thinking, yeah. hey, you guys should get, you should get Dr. Bill on this. Yeah. Like, you know, let's just do a segment. This, you know, we'll set the camera up. We'll record something. We'll it in. I want to do the eight hey, coming in on a private plane. Then we show that private plane, you know. Right. <laughs> He's our guest picker. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I'm, av- I'm available. You're here. You're here. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. That's it for this week. Hopefully, we can get Bill on uh, the College Game Day show. Herb Street, Howard, somebody reach out to me. Let's let's make this happen. Uh, you can listen to previous episodes. Just go to thebillbennettshow.com. Subscribe to the podcast and share it. Uh, so that way, if you subscribe you'll be able to uh, get all the updates anytime we drop mini episodes and things like that. And with the midterm elections coming up, I know we'll be doing several mini episodes. We'll try to get Sean Trendy on, uh, Byron York, and do all that. Uh, You can follow Bill on Twitter at William J. Bennett. You can like his Facebook page. Just search Bill Bennett. Feel free, again, to email the show, BillBennettPodcast at gmail.com. We'll catch up next week.